Hi and hello. Welcome to Audrey's World. I'm your host, Audrey Oyer. I cannot believe this is my 14th episode. It is really crazy to think that 14 weeks ago I just started this podcast and I'm still doing it every Tuesday. It's something that I find really fun, creative, and fulfilling, and it just gives me some joy to do. So I really love and appreciate anyone who's along for the ride with me. I know it's a little crazy. I know um, it's definitely not perfect. We're still learning and growing, but I appreciate you just coming along for the ride and seeing what happens, too. And that's whether you've been with me for all 14 weeks or just joined. Either way, I'm so excited for this. And I just hope you find it as fun as I do. Like I mentioned in last week's episode, I think it's really good for us to try new things. It doesn't have to be learning a new skill, trying a new hobby, like something like a podcast. It can even be like taking a new route when you walk or drive or something or trying a new place, trying a new restaurant. Like I think those things are just really good for us and just staying in the same routine, even though it's so comforting and it could be good, those little changes I think are just so healthy and good to embrace. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, that's kind of what I did there. I just talked about my new phrase that I'm trying, that I feel like I'm living by, which is, it's not that deep. And I spoke about what that kind of phrase means to me and how I'm implementing it. And as we know, traditionally, Audrey's world has been focused on like health and wellness, particularly women's health, which of course, like, don't get me wrong, I'm still so passionate about and I want to help bridge the gap of information. Like, I'm not lying when I say that, but I think that this podcast, at least for me, can be something where I'm not just sharing information and sharing research with you on this topic. I think it can be something too that... I share my progresses and what I'm learning and what I'm trying to grow into and just share these weird dumb theories or, you know, whatever I'm testing because I don't know. I think that there is a way that I can marry the two, but both of those are very much me and I want this podcast to really reflect me and not just be so health and wellness conscious because I don't know, that's... There's more to life than just health and wellness, (laughs) you know? Um, And I think that giving that the space and time to is definitely something we need. And if I can help people through my failures or, you know, whatever, through sharing my current progress, like, why, why wouldn't I do that? That's, I would love that. So cheers to that, I guess. Well, oddballs, I am in what I'm calling my nerdy girl era or my book era, and I feel like I like don't get as much gratification as I used to in watching TV. Like, don't get me wrong, I can still be down for a binge, but I'm just not as into it like consistently as I used to be. And I feel like I'm now just getting a lot more gratification out of reading and I'm finding that to be a little bit more enjoyable. Um, So I wanted to share some of the books that I've been reading 
my last two. So my last two books that I read that I found were fun. They're more like rom com Like I'm considering them beach reads, like very quick. They have a good storyline. Like, you know, you can find enjoyment in them, but they're not deep. They're not heavy. They're not very informational. So those would be Fix Her Up by Tessa Bailey and Accidentally Engaged by Farah Heron. And these were both just like fun little books. So I do have to say out of the two, they're both great in their own different reasons. But I think I would, if I had to read a book again, so therefore this is what I would probably recommend more often than the other would be Fix Her Up over Accidentally Engaged because Fix Her Up, it's like, giving bfb vibes and for those of you who don't know bfb is a song by uh the victorious cast and it's called best friend's brother and essentially it's just like the main character the girl she falls for her older brother's best friend and i feel like that's kind of everyone's dream at some point even if you don't have a brother like an older brother like I did I just always wanted to like fall in love with my best friend's brother or you know like if I had an older brother his best friend I just thought that'd be like the coolest okay but now that I'm thinking about it too my mom is the youngest of 12 and of those five are guys so she had ample opportunity to date her brother's best friend and live out this dream for all of us and even with those ample opportunities some within better age ranges than others to my knowledge she did not capitalize on this and I feel that was maybe a missed opportunity for her now I'm not going to project but you know who knows, Pam, you could have really seized that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, whatever, who cares? Um, she ended up with my dad, so, you know, that's all that matters. Life's good, thanks, Pam. But anyway, back to the book, Fix Her Up. Um, in Fix Her Up, obviously, BFB vibes, we love it. That's a good little hook for the book. But I really just love um, Tessa Bailey as an author, too. She also intertwined like a coming of age or like early, fresh out of college kind of vibes, too, or new starts. So I think that's always great and an added benefit to the storyline. And she's just an author that. I find keeps me really engaged throughout the books. Like, I feel like all of her things, all of her books that I've read, I've only read three, but I can, I breeze through them so quickly. Like, there's just a lot of meat to it, and it's, it's a great storyline, and I think she's a great storyteller. So, would recommend, and again, that's maybe why I'm just saying I would recommend Fix Her Up a little bit more than Accidentally Engaged. Accidentally Engaged, like... It's, it's a fun one, too. It's one of those, I feel like I love these stories where, you know, there's some sort of, like, plan, like, oh, we should secretly date, or, like, let's pretend we like each other, and then, of course, they end up, like, falling in love or really end up liking each other, and whatever. Okay, we know the story. We've heard it before. We know it. We love it. But what a kind of added bonus to this storyline was was a lot of, like, cultural... Um, aspects and nuances of 
Indian and East African culture, which I didn't really know of and I think is really refreshing and fun to like learn while reading such an engaging and like more like romance kind of heavy book. I think it was really fun to learn some of those traditions, but also the book was so food heavy. So learning about those dishes and cuisines was so great. And the main character, she is a great chef, which we find out. And she's really good at like baking bread. So, I mean, I found myself drooling or, like, imagining this decadent-ass food (laughs) the whole time, and I was so sad that I do not have the capabilities to make it just like it's described in the book. So that was, like, a fun little twist and kept things, like, very engaging and fun. And, I mean, who doesn't love fresh-baked baked bread. I mean, very few people. So that kept it like fun and light. And that was again, like a fun little storyline kind of going throughout the book too. So would recommend both. I think definitely as we are tiptoeing our way into summer, um, I feel like I tend to read a little bit more. I love to just like read outside, um, or, you know, like whatever. So I feel like because we're getting into that season, maybe this book segment but corner sort of thing it's maybe more of a seasonal thing as we are tending to maybe pick up a fun book a little bit more or maybe it just lives and dies in this episode you know who knows again like I said we are inside the process right now we are all guinea pigs inside of Audrey's world's process right now so I just you know thanks for being a part of the ride let me know your feedback if you don't want to hear about books and that's not your prerogative during Audrey's world, you know, that's fine. That's cool. I, I'm flexible. I'll move I'll move around how you need me to and what fits best. But maybe it's something that, you know, we talk about more as well, too. So let me know your thoughts. Maybe let me know if you picked up either one of these books. I would love to hear about it. I am here. So... As we can tell, that is the title for this week's episode. And after last week's It's Not That Deep, I feel like I've just kept running through, I'll say, these discussions in my head of what does really, like, It's Not That Deep, like, kind of boil down to, or what is the foundation of it for me? And I think for me, it's one, not taking things so seriously. Like, it's okay to be playful. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to just, you know, figure it out in the moment. You don't have to be doing a trillion things to all the time. Okay. So we get that. And, but for me, I feel like maybe the next layer and level two, it's not that deep is being present. This is something that it's hard to do. It's not that easy. I think we want to distract ourselves. We want to multitask. It's so gratifying being able to do so many things at once so that you can get into the activities or, you know, whatever to then enjoy your time and have that, I guess, free space or, you know, start doing things that you love. Because I feel like we multitask when we are avoiding doing things just so we can get to that next step of like quote freedom, I guess. 
But being present is really fucking hard. Not only because I think we want to multitask and, you know, check, 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 move things along, move that quick and fast paced life. But I think it's really hard to do that now too. Just with our phones, it's so easy to distract ourselves if we're slightly bored or slightly uncomfortable or just don't, you know, don't want to do something right away. We can bloop, go onto our phone, text someone, call someone, FaceTime someone, go on a trillion apps to, you know, distract ourselves or do something else. I think being present is so difficult in today's world. We want to keep moving fast. We want to keep moving, 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 going, going, going. And we don't have as many opportunities to just have a few minutes. And we really, because of that, maybe don't get the opportunity to be just present in our feelings and really sit with whatever we're going through. And because we're so distracted and don't have the opportunity to like I don't know, maybe be bored or just have a few minutes to not be so go, go, go. Like being present allows us to focus on one thing at a time. It allows us to focus on where we currently are. And I I don't know, maybe this is just from my experience, but I feel like I tend to not want to be present because maybe I'm not so happy with the phase that I'm currently in and I'm just more excited to meeting a certain goal or being in this space that I just predict and that I want to be in or, you know, whatever that I'm trying to accomplish. And I forget to remember that a part of goal setting and a part of getting to where you want to be there is that process of in between. You just don't go from one thing to the next without any in-between steps. That's impossible. You have to have little micro steps to get there and keep moving along. And I think I forget to stay present in those moments and enjoy the process because even when I meet said goal, I think what makes meeting the goal maybe so enjoyable or, quote, so worth it is because of all the time and headaches and frustration that it took to lead up to there, or even the little small or big momentum swings forward that kept our momentum going to start, keep moving to that goal, because I feel like, of course, not of course, but with a lot of progress, there's always steps that we get frustrated by or feel stuck or there's not or fail. Like there's not always this positive swing to keep going forward. We do get stuck. There are those difficult points, but then at some point the momentum turns and something happens and we get that pace again to keep moving forward. And I think I forget that there is so much more of a bigger picture than than just what's happening right now. And yes, being present makes me focus on where I currently am now and highlighting those either failures or mini successes or you know whatever whatever step I'm in in the overall process, but I won't be here forever. So I just need to stay in this moment and stay present and enjoy the failures and successes of 
of the right now because it won't always be this way, good or bad. You know, I think we sometimes forget of how great and how valuable the process really can be for us. And we need to live in it a little bit more, or rather I need to live in it more again. (laughs) This information is not just because I'm, quote, so wise or something. Like, no, that's so bullshit. I'm trying to figure this out now, too. And it, a part of my step, I feel like it's talking it through. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm trying to be more present and trying to be happy with the process and not just only focus on the goal because there's so much that happens, again, in between that. And I want to celebrate that, celebrate those little goals. Like, life so many things happen in life and I think if I can be more present in that I'll be able to enjoy those little things more and be so much more grateful for everything and that's not a bad thing in my opinion right like being so appreciative and grateful for where I've come from and how I keep growing is exciting and I think I need that more so being present I think is my key to success there. I am here. Okay, so now that I kind of gave you a little bit of a a preview of this phrase, like I kind of want to give you some insight of to how it came to me and how I use this. So I have been a yoga girly, not consistently, but practicing here and there since my senior year of high school and yoga. Oh my God. It's amazing for so many reasons, but I feel like for me, when I stick to it consistently, the perks and the benefits of it are so unbelievable. And they just, it's like tenfold almost. It's crazy. So I've been able to find a local studio that I love. I feel like I not only get a great, for lack of a better term, workout, but it's a great energy in there. It's great people, not only the instructors and the staff, but just like the community that work works out there too. It's just great. So really great vibes. So I feel like that's been very motivating for me to stay consistent with the practice and keep going and, you know, all of that. But At first, I found that I wasn't able to be very present in the practice. And this is a huge step of yoga being beneficial, is being able to not think about what's happening in your outside life, what your to-do list is, what you've been through, or, you know, what your day was, was like prior. It's just focusing on the here and now. So... One day I was trying to really get grounded and get present before class, and I just said this phrase, like, I am here. And for me, this just meant, like, a don't focus on anything else. Like, it was kind of that, like, reminding thought that nothing else matters right now. I just need to be here. Like, mind, body, soul, whatever. Everything just needs to be here right now. And... That yoga practice was one of the best ones in so long for me. I was truly able to be present. I was able to focus on the task. I wasn't thinking ahead. I wasn't, you know, whatever. I wasn't thinking about how tired I was or how whatever I was feeling. I was just able to focus on moving my body, 
breathing and doing what felt right for me. And it was fantastic. I think we all need to feel that way um, more. It's great. It's so rewarding for a lot of different reasons. And then because of that, I then just started saying this phrase, mostly just in a yoga setting where I was just like, okay, like I'm releasing my day that I've had. Let's just get grounded for this class. I am here. And sometimes I can just say it once, but more often than not, I really have to say it a few times before I go into, um, we start the yoga session. And every time that I do this and after I get into that spot of just like fully accepting what's happening here and now, those classes are just the best. Again, I get so many benefits out of them, out of it. And it, it just feels great in my mind, in my body, everywhere. So because of this, I now want to start implementing this in my outside yoga practice, which for me is the harder of the two. I love being able to daydream or, I don't know, sometimes do anything but be in the present during the day when I have a trillion tasks that I have to do or I'm about to do something that I don't love, like at work or something, or a chore around the house. Like I love to be a little avoidant and to not do it. But I want I think being more present will make these even these tasks more enjoyable. Because I'm not trying to do so many things at once. I think in our current day-to-day, like hustling, doing the most is very much rewarded. And I think that like there is value to that. I'm not going to dismiss that. Like I do find value in that as well. Trying to be efficient, trying to like stack and do things, whatever. But I also think that we learned a lot in COVID with slowing down and really being appreciative of not doing the most all the time. And I think a lot of that was maybe because, well, for a lot of reasons, let's be real, it was fucking COVID. We couldn't do shit. But I think we were just all maybe a little bit more present during that time. And being present then allows us to be very grateful. And I don't. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think that we can learn from that. I think not trying to push ourselves to do the most always or try to do a thousand tasks at once. Like, let's be honest, we are human. We can't do everything all at once. We don't have eight arms and legs. We don't have two heads. We don't have like, like we don't operate in that way. I think we work probably the best when we can just focus on one thing and And I think we've gotten away from that. And I'm now just kind of wondering, is that the best for us? Does that really make us more efficient or even happier? For example, too, what's coming to mind for me now is I know at first when I try to meditate every day, Trying to find five minutes, five to ten minutes, whatever, at first seemed nearly impossible. I felt like, you know, I was doing so much, there was no way that I could add this five to ten minute task into my day. Well, of course, then I found it. And then once I was able to do that consistently over a few week time, then I just found myself having even more time 
to meditate and I could move it to these higher intervals of time. Again, maybe it wasn't always consistently, but more often than not, I found this excess, what seemed to be this excess period of time. And there have been so many other times since then, and I've heard other people say the same thing who meditate, who then after a while, these more and more periods of time just keep showing up for you to meditate. And I think it's because you're staying present and you're able to just relax and maybe have some time for yourself that it just, it benefits you in so many ways and you get this time back that seems impossible. And I think it's like, I don't know this again, this is just my thought process. There's no facts in this or anything, but I think when we give ourselves some time and to be just selfish, use the time that we need to recharge doing something for our mental health, our physical health, like maybe spirituality too. When we're able to do that consistently, we get rewarded. And I think a big reward for a lot of us is sometimes our time. So because I put in a lot of this time and effort to me, I was present somehow, some way I received more time back into my life to keep practicing these, um, these self-care moments, I'll say. And not only does do these moments feel good for me, I feel like I can also show up as a better friend, a better sister, a better daughter, a better coworker, a better whatever I'm trying to aim for because I was able to just, I don't know, work for me first a little bit, give some love to myself through these acts, and then I'm able to then give more of myself to others too. And I think it just goes back to being present for me. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that doesn't make sense for anyone else. But for me, I just feel like that is what I'm seeing now as I'm talking this through, that the it's not that deep goes down to being a little bit more playful and not taking things so seriously. And when I don't take things so seriously or, you know, I'm not trying to control the outcome of things, I can be more present. And being more present gives you so many gifts that you can have, again, more time for that self-care or whatever. But being present also allows me to really enjoy the full experience of whatever it is, whether it's dinner, drinks with friends, whether it's going on a date, whether it's my workout, maybe it's talking to my parents or visiting friends, family, whatever. Because I'm able to be present, I'm not putting myself in so many different situations, thinking about the future, going through my to-do list, whatever. I was just able to fully put my time and attention into them in the current situation or the tasks at hand. I think that focus just gosh, it gives us so much um, perspective and we're not trying to do a million things at once and we're able to just really be who we are, do our best and go from there. So I am here. This is definitely cheesy. I can be the first to call myself out on this. But it's something that really works for me and I thought sharing something that again, that I am currently in process of and and working towards is a nice little twist. I think um, 
for me because I'm still figuring it out, like not having this clarity or like this definite in my head, yes or no, this works or yes or no, like this is the worst thing that I've done or, you know, like that's actually not the cause of it. What I actually need to do is X, Y, Z or whatever. Like I don't know that right now and it's a little scary to then talk about this topic (laughs) with those of you who listen because I'm still figuring it out and I don't have the answers to share. But I also think if we can be more open with what we're currently experiencing and trying to work through things together and sharing what, you know, the current theory or method that we're trying could be really helpful. So that's that's why I wanted to share this today. And maybe you try saying this throughout the day. I know I'm going to be implementing it more outside of yoga practice too. And just seeing how being present can benefit me and seeing where it takes me. Um, just trusting that only good things are ahead with being present and not trying to do 10 trillion things at once and get out of that kind of like hustle culture, you know? We'll just see what happens. I appreciate you, of course, being a little bit of a guinea pig with me on this one. Let me know if you've tried this, if this works for you, or if you find it to be total bullshit. I want to hear it. (laughs) I want to know your thoughts. Um, But I very much appreciate your time and your ears on this, and am very excited to have you again next Tuesday. So if you're liking this, please feel free to follow me on social social media, on TikTok and Instagram. You can email me um, at audreysworld at gmail.com. And you can also, what would be great is rate, review, and reply, comment back on this podcast on whatever platform you listen to. That's really great for newer podcasts like mine to get some traction and just um, be more available to other people searching for this kind of content. Of course, I appreciate you and love you.